Hello and welcome back to the Bias Badass podcast with me, your host Abby, who has some very exciting news. So last night, so it's Saturday morning right now, you guys will be listening to this on Monday, but on Friday night we had a baby. Now, not a human baby, we had a fur baby, a little kitten. So for those of you that don't know, I rescue cats in Dubai and kittens. So most people, when they think of Dubai, think of millionaires, Lamborghinis, yachts, and gold, and kind of these big sky-high buildings. But there is another side to Dubai, and they haven't quite got there yet in terms of animal welfare and animal rights. There are very few animal rights, and it's a long story. I won't kind of go into it now, but there is basically a massive issue with dumped animals here, abandoned abandoned animals, cats, dogs, you name it. So ever since we moved here, Ben and I have been cat rescuers and we work with, there are no charities here in Dubai. It's literally just people like me and Ben um, who put our own money into rescuing cats. We work with a group of vets that give us really good rates for kind of neutering and microchipping and we get them adopted abroad because there really aren't kind of any homes for them here. So yeah, we've we've been part of rescuing 10 cats so far. I think it's 10 um, in the two and a half years that we've been here. And honestly, it's the most fulfilling thing ever. And we used to go through them quite quickly. You know, we'd have them for three to four months, get them healthy because most of them are quite sick when they come off the streets. Even if they seem healthy, if you, or not you personally, but if there is a kitten on the street um, from birth or from very young, their immune systems don't develop properly. And so they often get sick later on in life. So we get them back to health, give them lots of love. We get them neutered or spayed, microchipped and ready to fly essentially. And yeah, like I said, it's amazing. It really fills up my cup and I just really feel like I'm making a difference, but it's not enough. Essentially, there's so many strays here and it takes a village. So we are part of some amazing kind of rescue groups and foster groups within Dubai and we have a great network. And unfortunately, we haven't really been able to foster that often recently because we had a foster fail of a cat, Harley, who is now our pride and joy, our baby Harley. I rescued her off the street. She was one of the first ones that I actually picked up off the street. And she was just kind of chilling at the metro station in Dubai Marina, which is a really busy, really built up area. It was really dangerous for her. I plucked her straight off the street and she came home with us and she stayed ever since. We basically fell in love with her and we just couldn't put her up for adoption. But Harley hates other cats. And so we've tried fostering since and she hates them she gets really stressed she is quite aggressive towards them basically she's just a princess and this is Harley's world and we all live in it so we haven't really been able to foster however one of my friends she specializes in fostering newborn kittens so quite often the mum might die in child in childbirth in, in kitten birth in cat birth I don't know what you call it um or they something might happen to them they might get separated or you you just don't really know. Um, And she rescued this orphaned kitten who was found at a few days old, if that, on the street by himself. Um, No mum, no siblings at all. And he was quite injured. And she took him in a couple of weeks ago and she's now gone away for 10 days. And so she said to us, would we be able to look after him? 
and he is smaller than a hamster. He's in an incubator. So she, where she specializes in newborns, she does have an incubator. So he's in an incubator right next to me right now in my office. We have to bottle feed him. He's not even on solids yet. Uh, we have to bottle feed him every three to four hours. So I was up at 5am this morning feeding him. He wouldn't take the bottle. I had milk all down me. I've had to get changed twice today because I'm covered in milk. He weed on me at one point. I'm so tired because even though he does go 9pm till 5am without a bottle in the night, you know, like, well, you might not know, but I was lying there in bed and I was like, I hope he's okay. Like, is the incubator too hot? Have I put the humidity on too much on the incubator? Is he going to be okay? Like, I just had these visions of waking up to like this dead kitten. And so I don't think I really slept properly. And I remember waking up at four o'clock in the morning thinking, oh my God, do I need to get up for him now? Then going back to sleep and then actually getting up at five. So to be honest, I'm shattered. I've already fed him twice today. And like I said, I'm covered in, well, I was covered in wee and kitten milk I keep wanting to call it baby milk it's not baby milk it's kitten milk but it's essentially formula it's the same way that you make a baby's bottle so I've been washing bottles sterilizing bottles doing all of that and honestly I am shattered I'm absolutely shattered I do not know how anyone with human babies with kids does this like not even running a business or working and having a baby but just having a baby in general it's made me realize how hard it is and yeah I'm definitely not at that stage right now so I'm very grateful that we could give him a home and that we could look after him but I'm constantly worrying about him but anyway this is not a podcast about kittens but if you can hear a noise in the background that is the incubator so yeah head over to my instagram at abbyabs underscore if you want to see kitten spam because there's so many pictures and videos of him on there and he is very very cute bless him but harley is not a fan she's not a fan at all she keeps hissing at the poor thing and he has no idea what's going on but anyway what else has happened this week so some very other exciting news which was actually one of my february goals which i'm very glad that I ticked off was I had a blood test this month and it was a private blood test. So in Dubai, there's like an app, basically, I'm sure there's lots of them. Um, but I booked it through an app that Ben actually uses and a nurse comes to your home and she gives you a blood test and you can kind of select what you want tested. And I wanted everything. I wanted all of like my vitamins, my blood sugar levels, my cholesterol, all of my hormones measured just to see where I, I was because it dawned on me that I'm taking all of these supplements and I was taking a lot of supplements because that's what I thought I was meant to do. And I was taking like vitamin D, but I didn't even know that I had a vitamin D deficiency so why was I taking it and I came off the contraceptive pill a year ago now but I was on the contraceptive pill for 10 years before that which is crazy and it's only since educating myself in the last couple of years that I realized like that I personally shouldn't have been on it obviously it's a very personal decision for you but I made the decision to come off so I just kind of wanted a bit of an MOT for my body to see where things lay and I got the results and then I had a call with a doctor and lo and behold it turns out I do not have an iron deficiency. I do not have a vitamin D deficiency. I do not have any vitamin deficiencies. So essentially I shouldn't be taking any supplements. And you might be thinking, but surely you don't have a deficiency because you're taking the supplements. But I actually came off the supplements two to three weeks before the blood test. So nothing would have been in my body. So actually I was taking vitamin D every day, but I only need to take it once a week. I only need to take a multivitamin once a week just for maintenance. But it was just so, so good to get it done. And one really interesting one that came up was my cholesterol came out um, higher than usual 
And he said to me, you know, the doctor, he was like, do you eat a lot of saturated fats or anything like that? And I said, absolutely not. Like my diet is probably 90, 95% whole foods. And yes, I have the odd chocolate bar and things, but one, once every few weeks, you know, it is not big at all. I don't drink really. I drink once every six weeks, if that. So it was quite bizarre. And then we dug into what I was eating and I was having yogurt for breakfast. I was then having cheese with my lunch and then I was having yogurt after dinner. And he said dairy is quite a common cause of high cholesterol. So even though I was eating healthily and within my calorie maintenance and I, I was still getting my 40 grams of fat a day, that was it. I was was only getting my fat from yogurt and dairy which was then causing my cholesterol to spike so it's so interesting because now I've made changes to my diet and without kind of going into it too much by cutting down on dairy literally just in the last few days I feel so so much better so yeah I would urge anyone if you can to get a blood test because it's been an eye-opener and look I'm not doing this for any other kind of health or gym or aesthetic reasons so there's no need for me to have one regularly but maybe in a year's time I can have another one and compare so yeah that was a bit of an eye-opener and I'm really glad I did it I was quite nervous about getting the results just because your mind just starts thinking doesn't it but we are all good and now I'm taking the vitamins that are right for me and my body which is really exciting so what else have I got to update you on then so I listened to a podcast actually this week and this is now going on to more of the business side um about soft girl era and right now it's all about you know you don't want to be a girl boss you don't want to be a boss bitch in business you want to be a soft boss you want to be in your soft bitch boss era whatever you want to call it and I was listening to this podcast and I do really agree with what she's saying but I just don't think I'm ready for that yet I don't personally think that you can launch a business and be able to do it softly and take a softly softly approach I think it will take you 10 times longer to build a business and I just couldn't really resonate with what she was saying because I'm just not there and so I kind of wanted to tell myself that it's okay to be in a boss bitch era and if you're in a career right now and you're absolutely killing it and yes you're working a lot and it's your priority that is okay I know everyone's talking about FOMO and JOMO and you know all the joys of life and staying healthy but if you are loving your career and you're totally bossing it or you're building a business it's okay to put your all into it and yes people might say what you're working at the weekends like are you sure about that but yeah I am and yeah I'm sure and it will pay off in a few years obviously there's a finite time that we can actually do that sustainably And I learned that the hard way this time last year almost. And I now give myself like at least half a day off a week, which I know sounds ridiculous to most people. But for me, that's enough just to fill back up my cup, check in with my partner and go again. But you have to think as well, my situation is quite unique in terms of we live in a country where none of our family are here. So it's not like we're seeing our family at weekends and we've got other commitments. And my partner is also building his own business at a similar stage to me. So we know that this time of our lives is never going to come around again. And so we at the moment solely want to focus on the businesses, obviously not letting our lives go up in flames around us, but that's our choice. And that's exactly where we are. So again, last week I was saying I had a mad February in terms of I had 15 new client inquiries. I managed to, well, I sent proposals to all of them. I then had follow-up calls with, I think, about nine of them. And four of them I signed last week, paid, signed, sealed, not quite delivered, obviously, but paid. And two of them I'm hoping will sign next week, which is so, so exciting. And I was I was just on a high about it. Like, I was like, this is incredible. Thank you, universe. 
first. But then the next day, a long-term client of mine who had actually paused her contract in February because of personal reasons, I thought she was going to come back in March, but she's remained paused. And so then it didn't put me in a difficult situation because luckily the hamster wheel is turning and I'm bringing in as much new business as I currently have. So it didn't put me in a difficult situation, but it was something that I hadn't forecasted for because I thought she was coming back. Now, look, obviously it is against contract and our contract contract does not allow for pauses and things like that but where she's such a long-term client of mine I want to support her as much as I can and if I was ever in that situation I would want somebody to do the same for me essentially so I made the decision to allow that for another month but that almost then put me on a bit of a downer because I was like oh I wasn't quite making the numbers that I thought I was going to that month but it's okay because I'm still doing well so I my point here is and I feel like I baffled on for god knows how long at the beginning of this episode but my point is is that you take the good with the bad and it's not necessarily bad obviously but running your own business is a roller coaster ride it's like swings and roundabouts constantly and what goes up must come down and literally every 10 minutes you could be on a high you could be on a low you could be on a high you could be on a low and that's where kind of your mental health and your routine and what you're surrounding your business and your life with is so important because that's essentially what keeps you grounded in your business but I am very, very busy with business at the moment. The business is probably going the best it ever has, which I'm thrilled about. And I really do feel like hard work pays off, which is amazing. And so I am now prepping for the next few months because life is about to get busy. So I've decided I'm going to delegate my life, which sounds a bit extreme. But basically what I've done is I've written down a list of every single thing I do on like a weekly basis. And that could be personal things from my hair, my makeup, showering, to cooking my food, to looking after my cat, to now looking after a baby cat, to work stuff. So it could be like admin, it could be invoices, it could be content, it could be paid ads that I run on Meta for clients, for example. So I made this list of literally anything that takes me time. And then I wrote down next to it whether I could only do it or whether I could delegate it. Now, obviously things like showering and looking after baby kittens, to be honest, is just something for me. Whereas running paid ads on Meta, cooking food, I could definitely delegate that. So I'm gonna start looking at what I can delegate in my life and I get very scared talking about it because I think I am a bit of a control freak I'm very chilled very relaxed but I am a planner I am a preparationer that's not even a word but I love preparation and I love to just have control of everything and know when things are happening and what I'm doing so the thought of handing that over to someone else and I've actually had quite bad experiences in the past with freelancers and with delegating work so I'm a little nervous about it so I'm going to start slowly slowly so we are very privileged to have a cleaner a cleaning lady who comes twice a week she's absolutely incredible she keeps this house afloat I think I'm now going to get a meal prep company so in Dubai meal prep companies are very affordable and they deliver the food fresh to your house every single morning can you even believe it so I think I'm going to do that as my next step and then maybe start with small things in the business like maybe I could subcontract my content or like I said paid ads or something marketing related that's easier to subcontract so 
that's the kind of stage I'm in now. And I think that's how I'm going to scale my business is by delegating and expanding that way. So wish me luck and I'll keep you updated over the next few months in terms of how it goes. Because like I said, I haven't had the best experiences in the past. So I'm a little nervous about it. And this brings me quite nicely onto the topic of today's episode, and that is the future. And I don't know why, I feel like it's like there's so much pressure on the future, isn't it? And what you want and what we want to do and what we want to achieve. And I guess our legacy in this life. But what I thought I wanted a year ago when I started Base Brands, my business, is definitely not necessarily what I want right now. And in hindsight, I wasn't ready for some of the things that have happened and I've put a bit of a halt on them. So if you asked me a year ago, I would have said I wanted a business that was turning over at least 100,000 dirhams a month, if not more. I wanted to have at least four team members and that's how I wanted to scale the business. I wanted an office and I wanted a team. And to me, that was a credible business. Now, a few months ago, I got closer to that. But actually, I realized that that wasn't the direction that I wanted to take the business in right now. Yes, in the future, of course, that's how I want to grow the business. That's how you have to grow a service-based business. But I just wasn't ready for it at that point. And I think it came a little bit too early. I've learned a lot of lessons. And I do feel like the universe gave me that situation so that I could learn and become better and not necessarily make the same mistakes again. But it got me really thinking about preparing for my future self and actually putting in place the action steps and really thinking about what I want in the future. And I guess everything we do on a daily basis is preparation for our future. And I was watching a James Smith episode um, on YouTube and James Smith, if you don't know him, he's a UK personal trainer and he's got kind of a whole personal brand now. And I actually saw him speak live in Dubai and he was fantastic. He's very funny. And he was saying that basically we are, a bank account. We have to think of ourselves, our bodies, our minds as a bank account. And we make deposits into ourselves and we make withdrawals. On a daily basis, we we make deposits and withdrawals. So for example, going to the gym, eating well, going on nice walks, getting some sun, planning your work is making deposits into yourself. Those things are all going to help your future self and help you get closer to your goals. But obviously we make withdrawals as well because it's a cycle. So that might be, you might go out for dinner one night and obviously it might not necessarily align with your spending, for example. You might have a few too many glasses of wine and then you don't feel great. You might have that chocolate dessert, for example, which isn't necessarily in line with your nutrition goals. But sometimes we do have to make withdrawals, but we have to make sure that our deposits are higher than our withdrawals, exactly as we would do with a bank account. And sometimes we are essentially just not thinking about our future. So I just kind of wanted to recenter myself and think about how I can make myself the best version of myself in the future and things that I can do today and things that you guys can do today to help yourself in the future. And sometimes these take these take work, you know, and we don't see immediate impacts by the future. It could be tomorrow or it could be in three years time. For example, four years ago now, I spent so much time and money to be fair on personal development work. And that was mindset, that was gym, that was personal trainers, that was how I looked, how I felt, and just my outlook on life and education. And to be honest, I'm 
I reaped the rewards of those almost instantly, but I'm growing more and more as a person each day. So it's been a very long-term investment. But then things like, like I said, like going to the gym, doing my steps every day, they benefit me immediately. But like I said, sometimes we want that chocolate dessert and we don't always think about our future selves. So how can we make better decisions now to help ourselves in the future? So I've done some research into this and everyone says you have to work out what you want in the future. And this is my hardest thing in terms of, I used to love visualization and I had such clear visions on the relationship I wanted, the house I wanted, but it's actually harder now for me. And I don't know why so some questions that you guys can answer and that I'm going to answer with you is who is your future self what will your life look like in the future now I see this as myself living in a five-bed villa in Dubai with maybe one child a living nanny a thriving business that like I said does have maybe four four to five employees and an office I would like two cars at the moment we only have one car so everything I'm saying is very materialistic right and I think we automatically go to that place but ultimately I want a fulfilling relationship with my husband I want to feel happy and it's so easy to say well obviously I want to be happy yes I want to be happy but I also want to be healthy I want to be fit and healthy I want to maintain a fit and healthy body and mind I want to have time to do things for myself I want to have time to read ultimately I want to feel calm I don't want any drama in my life and I just want to feel grateful for everything that I have Then some other questions then. So will you be working or not? If so, what will you be doing? Yes, I will be working. I will have a business, but my business will be constantly bringing in money. At the moment, my business is very reliant on me. If I don't turn up, my business is not making money. And I haven't quite nailed how to make passive income, so to speak. You hear of people saying, oh yeah, you know, I woke up and I looked at my Shopify or I looked at my Stripe the next day and I'd made a hundred thousand pounds overnight. How are they doing that? I don't know. And I don't really have like a passive income stream right now. So yes, I would like to be working, but I would also like the business to be ticking over quite nicely. I would like to potentially only work like four days a week or on my own terms. And I would still like freedom and flexibility over my location as well. That one's really important for me where I live abroad. Then question number three then, how do you spend your free time? What does fun look like to your future self? So I would spend my free time with my family, my friends and my husband. I would spend that going on nice walks in the sun, maybe with a dog and my cat would get on with the dog, which as I've just said at the beginning of this episode with Harley, I'm not quite sure that will happen. I would like my family to be around. I'd like to spend a lot of time with my family. And yeah, I think that's kind of where I want to be there. Then the next question, how do you spend your days? What does your daily routine look like? Now, my morning routine at the moment, I love it. I have such a solid morning routine. I go to the gym first thing, I get it out of the way. I go for a nice walk. I have a coffee, I journal. And that to me, if you ask me that, even a year ago or just over a year ago when I was in a full-time job and I had to leave my house at say like half seven, eight to get to work, 
a morning like that seemed unrealistic and I could only dream of it. And I have that morning now. So I think stopping sometimes and thinking, oh my God, I'm literally living what my future self wanted is so, so important. The next question then, how do you treat your physical body? What do you eat and drink? Do you move and exercise? So I would like to nourish my body. Ben and I have also moved all of our food or 80% of our food I'd say to organic and oh my god guys it's been a game changer so I'd like to continue that I would potentially like to eat less meat um but eat meat that is like corn fed I think it is like fully organic there same with fish like fish that isn't kind of from like farms fish farms or anything like that I would definitely like to move and exercise and have the time to do it more as part of my daily routine at the moment it's a very it's a choice. When I exercise, I I physically go to the gym, which obviously I'd like to do, but my actual job is very stagnant. I'm sat at a desk all day. So I would potentially like something that's a little bit more active in my daily life. Then what do you wear and how do you dress? Now, this one's a really big one because I work from home predominantly. So I would like an office. I think it's really good to separate your home and work life, but I'd like my office to be very close to my home so I don't have a really long commute. And I see myself walking into that office in in heels, looking like a boss bitch. I'm sorry, like I know we're not meant to say that anymore, but yeah, that's what I see as a successful life. And I... I think when we get dressed up, when our hair looks great, when our makeup looks great, when our nails look great, and when we've got a fab outfit on, we just feel great. And that's how I picture my future self looking. I potentially have a personal stylist, so I don't even have to think about what outfits I'm wearing. I've got beautiful skincare I go for facials and just maybe a massage once a month you know things like that I think would be lovely then the next question then how do you feel about your inner self and your life each day and this one's so important and actually as I'm talking about these like I can really feel it I just want to feel grateful for every single day and I want to feel happy I want to feel like I'm moving forward and becoming a better person and improving my life and the life the lives of those around me whether that's my family my friends my employees my my colleagues all of that so yeah and I would also say charity work for me is quite a big one so I see fostering cats as charity work I would like the time to do things that don't necessarily generate money I think when you run your own business you get very reliant on doing tasks that are going to always have an outcome but I think sometimes it's important just to do things that are just good for your soul and that to me is cat rescuing and fostering lovely little orphaned abandoned kittens so that's kind of where I'm at and honestly guys this is the first time I've properly sat down and actually thought about this and I didn't prepare these answers at all so I've just kind of said them as I was talking to you and loads more might come to me, but make sure you answer these questions and really start thinking about what you want your future to be like. And then we need to visualize that. So as you're falling asleep, think about walking into that office, think about having a meeting with your employees, think about having dinner with your husband, you know, and then really think about how do you feel? And I think that's where the last question that I was saying about how do you feel about yourself and your life each day? And that feeling that you have 
when you're doing that. So how do you feel when you're having dinner with your husband, when you're walking into a restaurant holding his hand? How do you feel when you're driving that Porsche that you want? I think it's so important to really channel that. And then that makes it feel really tangible to our brains as well. And then the third step then, so once you visualized it and once you felt it, is that you actually take action. So why are we waiting for the future? For example, I work from home. There are some days, I'm not gonna lie to you, where I sit in my pajama shorts with a top on. <laughs> so if I'm on a video call, you can't see that I'm on, I'm in my pajamas. There are days where I don't put makeup on and all of that is okay, but I've just said that my future self dresses like a boss bitch. She has nice hair, she has nice nails, she has nice makeup. So why aren't I doing that every day? Even if I'm not leaving my house, even if I'm not gonna have any video calls, why aren't I doing that for myself? Because if I start living that now, it's gonna be much easier for me to live that in the future. We also need to stop doing things for special occasions. So we've probably all got those shoes, that outfit, that soap that we only put put out when guests come round. Those, I remember my mum used to have like dinner sets that we used to only use when we had a dinner party or had like our grandparents round. Stop doing that. Use that now. Use that Aesop soap now. You know, wear your nice underwear every single day if you want to. Making these small incremental upgrades in life now is the key to being able to live it seamlessly in the future and I think this is where I took such a big step forward in my business a few months ago and it didn't quite feel aligned with me because I think it was such a big step it was just too much it was too much in in one go whereas if I'd made smaller steps towards it I would have felt much more comfortable with it and I would have felt like I was better ready so yeah I'm definitely going to try and make small incremental upgrades in my life And this is where it's really, really important for us to enjoy the journey. And I feel like I say this all the time, enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey. And I feel like that's all we hear. And the words kind of become like wallpaper. You know, we just kind of forget what they actually mean, but it's not always about the end goal. Realistically, when I buy my Porsche, note note when I say when, am I really gonna feel that different when I'm driving it compared to when I'm driving my car now? Probably not, but I'm going to really enjoy working towards it, you know, and it's going to be very symbolic for me. And so I think I'm really learning over the last couple of months to just enjoy where I'm at now and just to sit back and be like, Abs, look at what you've achieved so far. Yes, this is where you want to get to, and there's so much more to achieve, but just enjoy where you are now. Enjoy running a business. Enjoy just having financial freedom and flexibility over your time. That is all I wanted 18 months ago and I've got that now but I'm constantly like right what's next what's next what's next and no enough is enough now I'm just gonna for the next few months just sit in this and enjoy it and learn from it so I really hope you managed to take something from this episode in terms of thinking about what you want in your future and how you can start living like your future self now and making those small incremental upgrades every day to make your life better now tomorrow and in the future and as always please like review and subscribe because it helps this podcast more than you know and please message me on instagram if you would like to chat to me i love hearing from you guys and of course if you've got any episode recommendations if there's anything you want me to talk about please do now this episode is going to go out in a couple of days on monday which is four days before international women's day so happy international women's day to everyone let's all remember that we are absolute fab bitches in business and we are all doing this and whatever stage of life you're at right now 
I am rooting for you. So I hope you all have a great week and I will chat to you next week. Bye.